1: AM 560, WFIL.com. And on the app, you listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. A lot of sunshine today. Nice day. 50 for the high. Clear skies tonight, down to 32. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, warming up to 61. San Fran, 31-10 over the Rams in Monday Night Football last night. Speaking of football, Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni, a little press conference action getting ready for their game against the Saints is coming Sunday at home asked if Jalen Hurts Is a franchise quarterback.
2: I just see him making strides over and over and over again. I mentioned yesterday in in the press conference that, you know, we had a shot play called, the one that Devontae scored on, and we actually had that called a a couple times earlier in the drive, and they didn't give us a look that we liked, and Jalen was able to check out of that play and get us into a a better play. They got us two first downs on top of that. And so, you know, again, I just see him making strides in all aspects of his game. And my job here and Jalen's job is to not focus on franchise quarterbacks quarterback moving forward it's about what can we do today to get us ready for Sunday and what can we do tomorrow to get us ready for Sunday what can we do today to get ready for the next game and so all I'm focused on is how we get this team ready to play for the New Orleans Saints how do we make the corrections that we missed against the Denver Broncos and get ready for the New Orleans Saints in the process so I think that's Jalen's mindset that's my mindset it's just how we're going to keep getting better each week and the rest will take care of itself.
1: Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni again. The New Orleans Saints this Sunday, 1 o'clock at home. The Eagles actually have not won at home yet this year. They're 0-4. 4-6 and and overall and uh, second place in the NFC East behind the Cowboys, who are 7-2. And, 2. and uh, as things are currently standing, Eagles very much in the wild-card playoff spot mix. Sixers are uh, at Utah this evening at 10. Their most recent game they lost to Indiana over the weekend, 118-113. They were down uh, each quarter they were falling further behind and rallied and the last quarter it wasn't quite enough and the Sixers head coach Doc Rivers spoke to that i mean listen they we didn't we didn't deserve the win tonight The
3: team shot 57% from the field 67 i think at halftime and that's recouped them off a little bit so you know they they played harder they beat us in transition i think they had 18 transition points in the first half we cut it in the second half to make the game manageable, but when you're on the road and you get down 20 and you dig yourself a hole, it's hard coming back, you know, and and it is. So give them credit. They were better prepared. they were the better team tonight.
1: Sixers head coach Doc Rivers. Also tonight, the Flyers in action. They'll be taking on Calgary at 7. Yesterday, there was the alumni game, and if there's one thing that the Flyers have in terms of a reputation, it's how they take care of their own. Former Flyer Simone Gagne was one of the uh, Flyers taking – Part in that alumni game?
4: To me, it was just the history of of the Flyers. Uh, You mentioned Bobby Clark, Bill Barber, uh, Bernie uh, the guys that won the Stanley Cup. My first day at camp with the Flyers, I felt it right away. Welcoming, be part of the family, be part of the Flyers. And uh, that point on, you know, even today, uh, I call it Philly my second home. And even today, uh, even if it's been Four or five years since I saw a bunch of guys that feel like he almost like he was yesterday. So it just was an honor to put that jersey on every night. And then when I got traded to Tampa Bay, I remember uh, the first time. And it took me almost like three months before getting used to uh, wearing different jerseys. So uh, playing for the Flyers, it's something really special. And uh, I'm looking forward to put the jersey on again tonight.
1: That was last night. Simone Gagné, a former Flyer, also on hand on the same team on Team Tocket. Danny
4: Brier. You know, part of the reason why I wanted to sign with the Flyers when I was a free agent was it was known as the place that everybody wanted to go play you know i think it started with mr snyder the culture that he was able to to build here i mean he was known as one of the best owner in sports and you know that same culture has, has followed suit now you know with dave scott and you know spectacore so you know it's, it's something special you look at the alumni how strong the alumni is how well they, they take care of their players you see the turnout here how many players are coming back and want to be part of it it's pretty special it's one of the strongest alumni out there and it's special to be part of that flyers family
1: that word special popping up a lot i covered the flyers for parts of 20 seasons including the years that gagne and briere were in town and i can tell you firsthand they are among the most uh accommodating you know players and and the flyers as an organization have done a great uh, job over the years and making their players accessible right after the game. I, I went down more as a relationship-building thing. I was not working on deadline, as many of my fellow media folks were, on, uh, new, you know, for newspapers or trying to get something done within an hour after the game. For me, it was more about getting some quotes for the show the next day and perhaps getting to know a player well enough for them to come on the program at some point. And so it was a different existence for me. But I could tell you that uh, the Flyers' PR staff was excellent at getting everybody right out there very quickly. In fact, sometimes too quickly you'd be in the middle of talking to Danny Briere, and then all of a sudden somebody else is coming out on the other side. Uh, so anyhow, those were a couple of the guys who participated in the Flyers' alumni game last night as part of uh, Team Talk it. There was also Brian Propp, former Flyer like Reggie Leach and Chris Terrian. Eric Lindros, part of that, and uh, John LeClaire, some of the other fan favorites who are part of the festivities. And again, tonight, the Flyers taking on Calgary. Last time they played Calgary a couple of weeks ago, they lost 4 nothing. Flyer Claude Giroux, current Flyer, talking about that and the game tonight.
4: I think last game we played them in Calgary wasn't long ago maybe a couple weeks. Uh, It wasn't our best game. We just uh, i think the game before was against Vancouver, and we played pretty good that game. So, you know, for us, to be able to to rebound against this team is going to be uh, pretty big for us.
1: Claude Giroux of the Flyers. They are playing tonight at 7 at home against Calgary. As far as our program today, looking forward to a couple of special guests in just a little bit. Lecrae is going to join us. He's a multi-Grammy award-winning Uh, sell a platinum selling artist he is a uh, new york times best-selling author he's an entrepreneur a speaker a thought leader philanthropist and he has this really cool series it's a six episode series on youtube on his youtube page Uh, and it's uh, it's called protect the bag and it has to do with financial stewardship and responsibility and it's done in an entertaining way and we'll talk about episode number two which debuts at seven o'clock Tonight, we had Lecrae on a few, uh, I guess it was two or three months ago when he was in town with for King and Country in concert on that aspect of the the work that he does. Also coming up a little later on the hour, none other than Richard Carpenter of The Carpenters. Richard and Karen Carpenter made up the the group there, and they had a lot of songs like Top of the World. Of course, we've only just begun and Close to You. They have a book out now, uh, Carpenter's The Musical Legacy, and that releases today. So we'll talk with Richard Carpenter about that. And who knows what else we'll shoehorn into this hour. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app.
0: You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com.
1: AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in today. Quick note, we have a ton of contests going on these days, CDs and trips and all kinds of things. Get to WFL.com when you get a second and uh, go to the contest page. Some of those things are right in our homepage, including the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, where you could have your rent or mortgage taken care of for all of next year up to $15,000. And that's just one of many things that are available. We figure. Why not? Let's have some fun. Sponsored by Brynner Chevrolet, which also sponsors our fine broadcast here on WFIL each weekday. Our first guest of today, we're very excited to have on board the one and only Lecrae. How you doing, sir?
5: Wonderful. Appreciate you for having me.
1: Yeah. Welcome back to the program. It's been a few months. I guess you were in town with the For King and Country. Uh, you, you had that concert going. That wound up going pretty well.
5: It went amazing. It went amazing. We had a great time, and I always love doing stuff with my brothers.
1: That's great. Well, you uh, are never one to let uh, grass grow under your feet, and you always have a lot of things going on, including with the record label, Reach Records, and your own music and writing and the ministry you do and the philanthropy you do. And right now you have this cool series called Protect the Bag going on that, I guess, debuted last week. And uh, I'll just give you the floor and share about what the series is, why it came about, and there's another episode tonight we could chat about too, perhaps.
5: Yeah. Um, you know, protect the bag is the bag, meaning, uh, you know, your your finances. It's really a, uh, a a series about financial health. And, you know, stewardship is, a, is very important. I think it's something that a uh, few of us really get to tap into and understand the importance of. And so I wanted to serve people by helping them understand, you know, financial health and stewardship. So we created uh, started a production company called Three Strand Productions, and we created a a six part series. And so um, we're just hoping to educate and inform people and help them to be better stewards of their finances.
1: Is there any particular conversation you had or situation you witnessed or even, or maybe the pattern you observed that, that led you to say, I need to put something together, a series together?
5: Yeah, I think that, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, just being a a Christian, there's there's certain topics that I think we don't really mentor and disciple each other in. And um, you know, there's been eras in time where people have gotten really focused on marriage, and you know, because it wasn't talked about. I remember all the Song of Solomon conferences that went around, and people were starting talking about intimacy and marriage. And now I feel like there's a gap in terms of financial literacy and just stewardship. And what do you do with money? You know, we're we're kind of Most of us just say, oh, just don't love it and you'll be fine instead of thinking about, you know, the parable of the talents and how to how to really use it in a a helpful way um, to grow it and to create, um, you know, a a healthy environment for the future. So no one ever showed me that. And I'm you know, I I learned by trial and error and making some mistakes. And then uh, fortunately, some some great uh, brothers and sisters pulled me to the side and just gave me some great insight. And uh, you know, shout out to you know those individuals, Anthony O'Neill, being another great individual um, who just gave me some wisdom. And so I wanted to give that back, but in a simple way. You know, I'm an entertainer, and so I wanted to do it in an entertaining way. So we kind of created a sketch variety show that helps people understand financial
1: health. Yeah, it's really well done because it's not quote unquote too long, but you get points across throughout. You have fun, there's humor, but there's enough serious meat in there for people to come away with something to chew on and think about and uh, exactly. right right in multiple dimensions it must be a lot of fun for you to be able to have all these different worlds overlap
5: yeah i'm i'm loving it it's a it's a creative outlet um it gave us a great opportunity to to you know use our gifts and and encourage people and serve you know that's really the, the, at the end of the day we just want to serve people with all the unique uh giftings that we have and this is something that was kind of it's on my heart. And I, I think, you know, all of us are very multifaceted and and can do so many different things. And oftentimes we kind of limit each other and, and keep each other in kind of a, a box instead of realizing, oh, wow, these are wise individuals in different areas. You know, um, I, I remember having conversations with Toby Mac years ago and I was like, you are really a an, an astute businessman. And I didn't realize that, you know, because I just saw you as an artist. And he gave me some great insight and advice and you know, that's the type of stuff that I want to continue spreading and helping people with.
1: That's really interesting folks tuning in. We chatting with Lecrae on the Tim DeMa show today on WFIL in Philadelphia, kind of along with that, your guest from episode one, Michael Porter, junior, junior Ford with the Denver nuggets. At one point he talks about, he just wanted to play ball cause he loved it. How some players go cause they're looking for the money and not that he's against it, but he, that's not his focus. And I'm thinking, you know what? That's great. Uh, but kind of what you were saying a minute ago, it and doesn't doesn't mean you shouldn't know what to do with it because you're going to have it and you want to be wise about it. So. <laughs> right. So and he's and he said, yes, the responsibility, I think, was the word he used, the importance of realizing, yeah, just because it's not my heart, which is great as a believer, doesn't mean, say, well, whatever happens to what happens to it.
5: Yeah. I, and that's exactly the perspective that, you know, I want people to have um, is is again, you know we've been entrusted with this life with these finances and whatnot and how can we make uh you know a, a, a great wise moves um in terms of that you know and and contribute to bringing peace and shalom to people and contribute to serving people and contribute to you know creating something for future generations and so i want that to be a reality you know it'd be a dream of mine my my daughter and this is just a, a, a prime example my daughter um, got really passionate about uh, Peace Preparatory Academy, which is a, a school on the West side of Atlanta that's pretty marginalized. And she wanted to raise money for the school and you know, uh, ended up raising $10,000. And I thought to myself, how awesome would it be to be able to create a foundation where she's able to just continue to, to fund schools like that and communities like that. But if I don't create some sort of legacy and, and platform with what I have, then that's not an opportunity that I can afford her. So, you know, it's just making wiser decisions so that we can keep this thing going.
1: Would you say that the, uh, if there's a, I don't know call it a glaring need, but it, uh, you know, there are many different directions a person might need help or education or wisdom. It could be in the area of credit or the idea yep. of savings or how the whole world of insurance works and not being, so there's a, there's a lot to manage. Is there, a, as you've been thinking about this series, and again, folks just tuning in, we're chatting with Lecrae, and he has a it's a six episode series, right? Pro, uh, Protect uh-huh. the bag. Uh, uh-huh. So episode one was last week, and number two is coming up tonight. But is there is there a couple of core things that you came across that you're you're hoping that through this series will come to those who view it? And already as and by the way, one hundred eighty eight thousand views of last week already, which is must be pretty gratifying right. for you. It's pretty neat.
5: Right. Yeah, I think um, you know one of course is like ending the stigma of talking about money. You know, I just want people to not be ashamed to, to talk about it and to get wisdom. So there's one, just kind of ending that stigma. Um, uh, and then two, um, people not being trapped, you know, trapped in ignorance in terms of debt or credit or, you know, just trying to figure out how to, how to make ends meet or crawl out of a hole. Um, none of us should have that sense, that feeling of being trapped. We should have a sense of freedom to to be and and be all that we were created to be. So so those are some big pieces. Obviously we're going to talk about credit. We're going to talk about debt. We're going to give some simple principles, you know, the first episode we talked about the 50 30 20 principle which is just hey, taking 50% of your income and making sure that that is taking care of your needs. You know, thirty percent is like, all right. Would you want to do a sub- subscription to Netflix or something? That's fine with the with the, after the fifty percent has been taken care of, and and then twenty percent in in savings and investing. And obviously, you know, for those of us who are believers, you know, part of that fifty percent would be you know contributing to you know the the kingdom. Yeah. But it's 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 just that kind of those simple steps that help people say, okay, this makes sense, and now I can move forward.
1: Yeah. Protect the bag is uh, the series. Protecting the bag was episode number one, and number two debuts tonight. I don't know if you want to have a tease for that, or any the topic or the angle you're taking, and who your guest might be. Or
5: yeah, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's someone who was a phenomenal Disney uh, star back in the day, and now uh, she's actually playing on the new Fresh Prince of Bel Air series uh, a show that's going to air. Uh, later this year, but it's uh, it's it's uh, Coco Jones, who's a phenomenal artist, um, actress, believer, and uh, I'm excited for us to to dive in. You know, she's a new actress on the scene and having to deal with, you know, um, the you know being a child in the in the entertainment industry and having parents who had to to help her walk through what that meant. And so, um, you know, we'll 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 deal with some of those things and. And some other very funny things. The sketches tonight are going to be hilarious, so I'm excited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and just to emphasize, folks tuning in, where we've been talking about the series uh, "Protect the Bag" that Lecrae has put out uh, six ser- six episodes. One was last week. Number two is tonight, and I guess it's every Tuesday at seven is the release on your YouTube channels where they can find exactly. it. Okay.
5: Yep, it's
1: um, yeah, but it, it is multifaceted. You had a fun sketch in the first one of uh, the 50 30 20 rule you mentioned, and the other guys like the 80 20 rule 80 is <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, well, it was all fun, and the other 20 is you pay it forward to the next month where you can make it Your all friend. fun. To, <laughs> so um, it's well It's well done and it's it's paced well too So I think people will enjoy it And they'll come away having you know, been better for watching it And get them thinking Because sometimes you you can avoid a topic Just because it's so big You don't start any conversation And I think what you're doing here is It was 15 or so minutes And it gets people Okay, now maybe around the dinner table It could be someone's devotions They could watch it at, after dinner And then talk about it a little bit You know, something like that Absolutely, so, Absolutely. Yeah that's great. Well, okay. We're, um, you know, before I forget, I know there's also just on the topic of music, since folks know you certainly from that, there's a new single coming out tomorrow. I think you have a collaboration and there's a new album coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, do you have a second to talk about the the song? I guess it's called call it Wilden?
5: Yes. Wilden. Um, it, it, it's a part of a project that I'm doing with uh, an artist on reach records called one K few. And he's a guy that I've been mentoring for a while now. And, you know, part of that mentor, a relationship included us just walking together and so the easiest way to do that was to like hey let's just work on some music and we worked on music and we processed things and we talked about things you know there was a lot of wrestling with church after the pandemic and what does that mean and what does it look like and so um in our conversations and our wrestles a lot of music was birthed out of that and so we called the project no church in a while because you know a lot of people haven't been, you know, they've been going virtual or they they're trying to figure out what their next steps are. So we just wanted to have that conversation and, and wrestle with those things. And um, it ended up being a phenomenal project. So I'm really excited for us to, to put it out for the world to hear. It comes out December 3rd. Yeah. And of course, the single Wilding uh, premieres um, tomorrow.
1: That's great. By the way, your production company, Three Strand Films, is that right? Yes. Did, that, that did, uh, the the uh, Protect the Bag series just uh, occurred to me with all the things you're doing, if you could even just share as like a little cherry on the Sunday of our conversation, what you have learned about the need to have solid people on your team and and what you look for, even when you're bringing people into the fold to help you accomplish the work you're doing.
5: Oh man. You know, what's, what's been really big is what we call integration and integration is understanding the values, the views and the heart of individuals before you really like get deep in the trenches with them. And so we want to be very transparent and honest with each other um. The, obviously, there's got to be a sense of of drive and passion and talent, but then another sense of just transparency and vulnerability and willing to let us walk together, um, through the highs and lows of life. And that's been very helpful for for me in terms of collaborating and partnering with people in the long term. So, um, yeah, it's 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 character and compatibility. Uh, those are two big
1: pieces. Yeah. Lecrae, it's great to uh, to talk with you. Thank you for taking time, and c- congratulations. I know you're walking with God. And you want to serve him, so that's not, maybe that's not the right word. But, yeah, in a way, because there's a lot of work that's going into the series uh, Protect the Bag, and Episode 2 tonight on your YouTube channel. Simply Lecrae Official, I think, is where folks can find you there, too. Right, Yeah. right. Keep up yeah. the good work. We'll look forward to catching up and get down the road with uh, whatever other endeavors you have rolling, and, and keep walking with him.
5: I appreciate you. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You, too. Bye-bye. All right, Lecrae, the uh, multi-Grammy award-winning, platinum-selling artist who, more than that, more than the accolades, more than the books he's written and all the other stuff he's been been involved in, his uh, number one thing is to know God, serve him, and and, uh, make his life count and pour into the lives of others, that new song called Wildin'. By LaCrae and One KPH, we're gonna, uh, you know, the truth is, I'd love to play it for you, and I have a copy of it, but I'm not positive I'm supposed to play it because it technically debuts tomorrow. I have a text into LaCrae's publicist to see if we can spin it; otherwise, we'll have to wait. Uh, just, uh, just on the air on the side of caution in case they wanted to. The drop tomorrow officially uh also again mentioning the album that uh lecrae has going that's going to be coming out december 3rd which is a friday if i'm not mistaken and uh, again that's a collaboration uh album that he's doing with uh, one cave few is how you say i think is how you say the name and uh that's i'm looking for the title of it again i had it in here so no, no church in a while that's right so All right. There's that. We have a brief break we're going to take, and then we're looking forward to having, shifting gears as we do on this program every now and again, looking forward to having uh, Richard Carpenter join us of the Carpenters. Karen and uh, Richard together did a lot of big songs over the years, including They Long to Be Close to You, Top of the World, and uh, many others. So we'll maybe mix in a song or two along the way and talk about a brand new book that is being released today simply called Carpenters the musical legacy. Richard Carpenter joining us in just a little bit here on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560, WFIL and WFIL.com.
1: AM 560, WFIL.com and on the app. Classics on there close to you. From the Carpenters, Karen and uh, her brother, the brother part of the Carpenters, Richard, joining us. <laughs> Hello, Tim. Hey, how are you, Richard?
3: I'm doing all right, thanks. How are you?
1: Wonderful. Thanks
3: for taking a time to chat. WSIL, big, important station. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, your songs are on here, I'm sure, quite a bit back in the day. It's pretty neat. Oh, yeah.
3: It's, you waited for. FIL was one of the big ones.
1: Yeah. I grew up a little bit on the station. I'm 53, so I don't remember the earliest heyday, but uh, certainly been around long enough to appreciate it over the years. And uh, it's nice to have you on to talk about, it, especially considering the the longevity of the Carpenters' music. Uh, take a minute and just share a little backstory: how the Carpenters, the musical legacy, you know, the idea of it, and how it started to get momentum. For I'm sure it's a big project. It was a huge project. It looks beautifully done, though. So
3: it turned out to be a bigger project than any of us thought it was going to be. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, these uh, two f- fellows, Mike and Chris, uh, asked for some time to, to pitch this, uh, and I, I liked it because it wasn't going to be just a, a strict biography. It concentrated much more on our musical, uh, our records, the songs, how the records were made, where, and all the different,
1: And it's filled with photos too, newspaper clippings. A lot. I mean, it really adds a lot. Talk about that aspect of it, because that must have been a lot of fun. But also, I don't know if you're a perfectionist. and You kind of like, I got to get all the right stuff to make it tr- the whole story is told. Was that a fun process for you? Oh, I'm
3: on the whole. It just it did take. I said I organized this stuff. Uh, a lot of it, my mom would say, uh, not not just a scrapbook, but. Uh, so we played Vegas, which we did plenty, and you had the menu for the name of the headliner uh, at any given two weeks, so your pictures were on the front, and Mom would save those, and so many years ago, I, I filed them all and labeled the cubbies and thought, why am I doing this? <laughs> uh would it be any use for it, but all the press releases and the photographs and and stuff uh, about us before we hit. And now all of it was what, what was being looked for. So, it, uh, And all the charts, all the orchestrations, all the scores, they're all out in this one area along with this. So, yeah. And then photographs that hadn't been used before, which is saying a lot because we have more compilations, especially for Japan, uh, where they want Photos that hadn't been seen. I, I said, there are only so many I have that haven't that are good that haven't been seen. Yeah. But uh, a number of the photographers used uh, took slides, and I had organized those many years ago. But you know, slides were a pain a pain to me. Uh, but they were so we had the carousels, and I started going through them wow. to see if there were, you know, variations of. Photos that were already known. So some of the pictures you haven't seen before are are ones from the the slides.
1: People really, there's a lot. I mean, it's it's evident as I read through uh, just to see, and it really adds a lot because uh, uh, some people are visual learners, if you will, and the they, the written part is very helpful too. Obviously, it's the it's the core of it, but all those other aspects of it really bring it to life. Uh, what were a couple of highlights for you? in the crafting of uh, Carpenter's musical legacy?
3: Uh, coming across things that I'd uh, filed years ago that I'd forgotten all about. Uh, this is before we hit. We'd done uh, some gigs here and there and uh, just things that I'd forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. the biggest surprise.
1: I bet. Why do you think the music of The Carpenters resonated and still does with so many people?
3: I think the songs are melodic. Well, they are. And, and they're uh, arranged the proper way. And Karen had a timeless voice. Yeah. So she read the song, whatever it was. It, it, she had the ability, if it were melancholy, to make it sound that way. And if it were a joyous uh, lyric, to make it sound just the way the lyric was intended to be interpreted.
1: Richard Carpenter of The Carpenters, our guest. Uh, we'll keep our chat going in a second, but first, one of those joyous, fun songs by The Carpenters, Top of the World. Let's talk about Carpenters, The Musical Legacy. book is out today. You listen to AM 560, WFIL, WFL.com, and on the app. love that i found ever since you've been around Put me at the the M560WFIL.com on the app. It's a classic from the Carpenters Top of the World. Carpenters, the musical legacy book, is out today. Richard Carpenter, our guest. I was curious, too, This the dynamic between the two of you, what you did for each other, maybe how you helped each other shine, uh, each other's strengths, what you brought to the table together, that aspect of it also. Yeah,
3: I was saying that most people. Sibling groups are singing groups. Ames brothers, Andrews sisters, the Osmonds, McGuire sisters. But with us, our, our vocals, our voices blended very well. But my job was to find the songs and arrange them for my little sister. Yeah, that that's different than any act I can think of. Familial act. So it's like I was. Uh, put on the planet to make things right for the sister who would follow. Isn't that something? meant to, to sing. And, you know, in the proper key, with the proper setting, and all. It is something. Uh, yeah, To have a voice that Karen had, you know, it's one in many millions
0: really true.
3: You're born with that type of a thing. You can't learn to sing like that. If you're Perry Como or Bing Crosby or Nat King Cole, you're born to sing.
1: You know, it's interesting, too. Uh, and I'm guessing there are a lot of surprises folks will come across as they read the book. I was actually not aware of Karen's ability to play the drums. And I was wondering if her ability to do that played into her ability to sing later as, as she, maybe the vocal part became more and more what she was about. Would you say that was true?
3: No, uh, she had a natural, obviously a natural sense of sense of rhythm. Yeah. So if you listen to her interpretation of uh, this masquerade, she's right, purposely ahead of the thoughts of leaving disappear each time, not right on the beat purposely, and it it works beautifully. But yeah. Not only that, her voice is great. She has that had that natural feel for rhythm.
1: Yeah, when the, even in close to you, right? The way she sings "close," it's kind of like the song beat, right? Isn't and it kind of? That,
3: because it was a slow shuffle, bum bum, duck, ga duck. and she said "close to you." Yeah, of course, there was a lot of comment on that after the song became a hit. Uh, nothing negative, just that it's close and <laughs> right. Because you know she was a drummer, she she picked up the, the rhythm of
1: it. I saw her on the Richard Carpenter trio version of Ice Tea that was in the Hollywood Bowl in that battle in the Hollywood Bowl, and like a minute and a half in or so, she really goes to town. It's like wow, <laughs> she's really good. So, oh, well, she was really good. Yeah, very, as they
3: say, good wrists. Yeah, very good technically, and her time was was excellent.
1: It's been a real pleasure to talk with you, Richard. Last question, if I could. Just your hopes for readers of Carpenter's The Musical Legacy.
3: Oh, just that they have a, a really good time going from the beginning to the end and reading things that uh, about the touring schedules and all that, that haven't really been talked about before and then enjoying these pictures that uh, we were able to unearth.
1: That's great. Richard, it's great to hear your voice and make your acquaintance, and uh, God bless you. Thanks so much for taking time with us today. Thank you, Tim, very much. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Richard Carpenter on the Tim DeMoss Show. He and his sister Karen, of course, made up the Carpenters in the book out now, Carpenters, the Musical Legacy, available today. Uh, You know, when I was just kind of prepping to talk to Richard, I was just surprised. Uh, you know, and I, I've DJed weddings and parties for years. There's only so much a person can know, but I realized how much I did not know because the songs of the carpenters are fairly simple sounding pleasant, you know, and maybe that's a, a tribute to how well they were crafted. But as I researched and was reading up on Richard, he was like a really gifted and still is a musician and, and writer and, the melodies and all the arrangements and Karen's voice. Uh, it's interesting she played she played baseball when she was younger. She really wasn't a singer until her teen. She was a teenager and her brother helped her along. And I was also was wondering like most people don't start out to do a brother sister group. And it's true they actually didn't. They were part of a five person group at one point, and then the Richard Carpenter Trio. And I wanted to play for you that what I was referring to. This kind of goes into just—it's interesting to me when you hear that lovely voice of, of Karen Carpenter's. I would—the last thing I would have assumed is she's like a really good drummer. But this was a song. It's called "Ice Tea. I believe Richard wrote it, and they performed it and won a battle of the bands, and that helped launch. Uh, at that point, there were just three of them: Richard uh, Carpenter Trio, and then, um, yeah. Here you go for 1966 is... The Richard, Richard Carpenter Trio! So this is audio from 1966. And about the first minute, is just a, it's more of a tuba thing. But, and this listen to, just for the drums, and about a minute and a half in, Karen like, goes to town. Richard Carpenter Trio. Tim DeBas WFL. All right, it's coming up here. Keep in mind that girl you sing... Close to You and Top of the World that Sweet Voice, part of the Richard Carpenter Trio before those songs, on this song, ice Tea. So far, it's just featuring Richard primarily. But here comes Karen for about 15 or 20 seconds, and she just nails it. Here we go. Here comes Karen. it's karen carpenter it's the last thing i would have expected that beautiful voice to be capable of but she was very talented and her brother richard who we just had on the program here uh, worked with her and they helped each other shine we have a brief break to take and then we still have a little bit more of the tim demar show to do today you can listen to am 560 com and on the app
0: live and local It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
1: who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 for king and country, fix my eyes, giving away a trip to see them in Atlanta next month. Details on that at WFIL.com. Thanks to Lecrae and Richard Carpenter for joining us today. That'll do it for the program. See you tomorrow.